right. So you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go. Welcome to the I Am Northbound podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. What is up, y'all? How you doing? And welcome to episode number 49 of I Am Northbound. Yes. Oh, I hit the microphone stand already. Great, great start to the episode, Jason. I know what you're thinking. Well, I could guess what you're thinking. You're thinking, wait a minute. Why is the episode late? Did Jason forget to do an episode again? Well, no, I didn't actually forget. (laughs) Maybe you would have thought based on previous experiences that I've forgotten to upload an episode this week, but nope. I'm actually, first announcement I've got for you is that we're going to be changing the day that I Am Northbound comes out. So it used to come out on Monday mornings, Australia time, but now I'm going to be bringing it out to be midweek. Why? Well, I can't tell you yet, but the hint is, wink, wink, the next week's episode is number 50. And I said I was going to do something special for 50. And uh, yeah, so I'll tell you all about that then. There's no point getting into that now, but for now, I'm going to start I'm Northbound on this day. So you know next week to expect it at this time next week. Anyway, hope you're doing fantastic. Hope everything is great in your world. You might be thinking also, why does it sound a little bit different? I don't know if it sounds any different. It's just there's a di- different echo in here than there was at the garage, but I'm all moved into the new offices. Woohoo! I bet right now you'd be thinking, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm making a lot of assumptions about what you're thinking, but I'm just trying to guess what you're thinking. Um, you might be thinking that I should have video on so I could show you the offices. Well, that's coming. That's also part of the 50th episode. I think we should celebrate that then, right? Like we'd be hit 50, 50 episodes of the show, show off the brand new office on the video and, uh, you know, some other really cool surprises too. I've actually got surprises, plural, coming next week for I Am Northbound 50. But I hope you're doing good. I hope everything is uh, going, like going great. You know what? With this like self-isolation stuff, we're still doing it. We're still kicking by. Hopefully you're staying inside. It's like... Um, some people don't seem to like, some people don't get the reason that we're staying inside, I found. And then you talk to, it's really weird. Like people who should be staying inside, like elderly people I had to go to the shops the other day to pick up some stuff for the office. So you would, I mean, we're told here in Australia to not go outside unless it's essential. And by the way, you might hear a truck driving past. That's part of, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's part of uh, the new offices. So it's in sounds you wouldn't have heard on the podcast before. Um, wish I could do something about that, but you know, that's just how life is. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, I, I went to the shops, we are told we only should go out for essential things and obviously work is essential. And if you have to buy things, you have to get them right. So I had to get a few things for the offices. So technically that was essential. And the amount of people just still like, str- like strolling around the shops is just crazy. And a lot of them are elderly people. It's like, you're the people that everyone's trying to protect from this whole thing. Stay inside. Anyway, some of them I heard one of them say, well, you know, I can't stay inside all the time. And it's like, yeah, you can. That's the whole point of this, right? We're all trying to do the right thing, but hopefully you're doing the right thing. Hope uh, everything's doing well. It's so crazy to see how this has affected the world. There are so many people who think the world won't ever go back to normal and, you know, I don't know why that is. I'll have to look into that, but I'm assuming everything will be all good soon, which is good. Um, but yeah, hopefully you're doing great. Everything's fine. I've just been moving into the office. I've comp- like just now as of like, well, as of yesterday, finally, after two and a half weeks in here, everything is finally set up. It's like, uh, it's, it's taken a while to get to this point, but I'm so happy with this space. It's so good to uh, be able to have this space to work 
at and it's just the there are so many opportunities that have come from like being here that i don't know would never have come if i was still in the garage i just realized then did i even talk about on the last podcast that i was moving out of the garage either way but anyway I'm in, an, I'm in new offices if, if you didn't pick that up already, but it's all thanks to you. Like, honestly, if you weren't showing the support you're showing by, you know, listening to my podcast, you know, checking out my content on Instagram, or if you picked up a book or if you're on listen pages, like it's because of you that I'm able to do this. So this is my thank you sincerely goes, my sincerest thank yous go to you for allowing me to be, or enabling me to be able to do this. Again, if it wasn't for you right now hearing this, it would be going out into no, like the, the the airwaves of the earth space or whatever and no one would have intercepted it. Maybe some aliens will pick it up and they'll just be like, damn, what's the music industry? Anyway, but it's really cool in here. I can't wait to show it to you. It's like really, I'm, re- I'm, so, I'm so happy with how it's come, um, come up. I didn't realize also how much having a space like this would encourage creativity. So, I mean, there's just so much more stuff coming. As I said, next week, I've got two big announcements. Uh, and that's on top of the office space as well. So, like, you know, got some cool things coming. But yeah, I mean, it's it's allowed me to do, uh, make a whole bunch of new content for you guys to show you to just give as much as I possibly can to help you on your music journey. The 40 Songwriter has done so well off this ad campaign. It has been absolutely ridiculous. We're coming up to a huge milestone in total like number of books sold, which we'll, we'll celebrate that on another day. But it's just been incredible. And I've been able to meet so many cool music artists because of it. Um, and it's amazing, right? I was going to say the downside. It's not a downside at all. I was going to say the only downside is, is that I have like three and a half email, uh, three and a half hours worth of emails and DMs and to write back to each day. So I do it. I, I sit down and do it every single day i i had um on nearly nearly 100 emails to write back to today and dms easily the same as well so yeah i mean i'm not saying that to brag at all i'm saying how amazing that is because if you've been a long-time listener of the show my life was a lot slower a year ago but now after the this being out and being able to help you guys it's just been amazing and i get to hear all your stories and where you've come from and that's why it's definitely not a downside the only downside is is that it might take me a few days to respond but now you know why Uh, but it's cool i've been jumping on a whole bunch of calls with a whole bunch of music artists talking to you all over the world if you want to book a call you can as well I uh, don't even have a quick URL to shoot at you over the podcast, but if you can get in touch with me somehow, I'm sure you can get in touch with me somehow, right? Like, so let me know you want to book a call and I'll give you my scheduler. Um, yeah, I've been dedicating a couple, uh, you know, I think six or so calls a week slots just because I'm so busy at the moment, but I definitely want to make time for that so I can get on the phone with you guys and help you with your music career. Absolutely free. There's no sales pitch or anything like that. I hate that I have to say that, but um you know, there's a lot of people in the music industry trying to take advantage of music artists and they're always trying to like sneak a few, a few extra dollars out of you. And that's not me. Anyone looking into me, <laughs> they'll figure that out pretty quickly that I, I over deliver and don't charge for anything ever. It's really weird for me to even sell my book because, you know, if it was up to me, I'd just give it away for free. But unfortunately, there are ad costs in the world. And it's crazy that on the ads, so I get, you know, you get just random trolls and stuff on your ads all the time. But it's funny to me when it's, well, it's funny when people come in and say, Oh, if you really cared about music artists, you'd give it away for free. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And another person, another person said one time, I think a couple of people have said, Oh, if you really cared, you'd help us. But instead, you just care about making a couple of dollars or you just care about making money. And it's like, yeah, at $3 a book when the Facebook costs me more than $3 a book to sell in the ads. I mean, yeah, if you've done Facebook ads before, you know that $3 is a pretty low cost per purchase on something like this. So especially to the 
industry that I'm that's aimed at being music artists. So yeah, I mean that's why I have the deluxe versions and stuff to balance the ad cost. But yeah, I mean if they think I'm doing this for money, come on now. You haven't been following me for very long, have you? But it's so funny. Anyway, uh it gets to show that people make their mind up about you without you even having a say in it. But that's why you just kind of have to be like, I know who I am and we just have to be cool with that. More on that in a second. But first of all, I just want to say, tying back into my other point, me being able to be in this space has allowed so much creativity and just content creation. I've just been flat out creating stuff. The first two weeks of moving in here, as you can expect, like weren't the most fluent or most... Uh, um, you know what I mean? It wasn't the smoothest process. I said fluence and I was like, what was the word I was looking for? But it, it's just because of the fact that it was around Easter and then it was missing a day at the end of the week. Plus like trying to get furniture in here and stuff during the time that no one's really leaving the house. So it's really difficult to to do all that stuff and maintain the social distancing and everything has uh, rules associated with it. So we can uh, keep everything balanced and do the right thing. So yeah, trying to get that sorted. And then, you know, I'm the only one here. So there's a lot of social distancing going on while I'm here now. But um, you know what I mean? Just trying to organize specific people and keeping the gaps between everyone. So yeah, but logistically it was it was pretty crazy. But this is the first week uh that that I'm actually like in here with nothing else on. So I uh knuckled down last week and actually started something called live stream level up. And if you haven't seen it yet, you're probably not part of the Facebook group, or you are and you just haven't seen it in the feed yet, because you know, gotta love organic reach on facebook but anyway i decided to make a i set the challenge of like about a one hour crash course mini course thing uh to to provide as much value as i possibly could to help you guys level up your live streams uh because you know i might have talked about this before but i've been i've, I've seen a few of you my on a previous episode but i'll go over it again the I've, I've seen you guys like do live streams and it's all fantastic and you're doing such a good job and i love to see the passion and that you're out there doing it but there are so many missed opportunities that i'm seeing to make more money to get more fans to make your streams more engaging so i made this little mini course and tried to provide as much value as i could within that hour and oh my goodness it meant i had to go sonic the hedgehog speed fast i was i'm flat out the entire time so if you if you go and check it out like like be prepared to have your finger over the pause button to like take in what i say because i just go flat out to try to fit it in time I didn't want it to turn into a three or four hour thing, which, you know, classic Jason, it would turn into that. But it's because I like to over deliver and because I wanted to like show you, like, uh, like show you, teach ways that you could use. I don't like using the word teach. I mean, like show you ways to, because I'm not your teacher, but like give you suggestions on ways that you can implement um, different music and uh, different uh, psychological studies to your uh, live to your music live stream to be able to earn more donations in the future and that type of thing. Because I've been psychological tests done that prove certain types of user behavior and like patterns in user behavior, and you can kind of like uh, not take advantage of, but accommodate that by the biases we have in your live stream to make it even more of a fluent process for someone to donate right so anyway inside this uh oh my goodness i'm sorry that was that um inside this live stream level up program uh whatever you want to call it mini course crash course whatever i go over five different key points now the first thing i talk about is how to stream a high quality production Obviously, that's the most important thing first and foremost is to uh, streaming a really high quality production. I've seen a lot of people like do things like set up a microphone and then they'll, um, what's it called? Like, like through a PA system and then they'll, uh, just record off their mobile phone and 
you know, the, the sound, the sound will be coming out of the PA speaker in the room that's going to the mobile phone. And I don't know, you've got to do like a proper, like good live quality, uh, like live recording. And you can do it really simply by using just like a simple interface and a microphone. Um, so yeah, I'm going to show you how to do that. And then also, uh, be seen everywhere at once. That's the second point. It's not just about streaming to Facebook. You want to be streaming on Facebook groups, uh, to, to Facebook groups to like, on, like on your personal profile, on your pay, Facebook page to Twitch, if you want, uh, to YouTube, like there's like so many services and you need to be on all of them at once. And it doesn't need to be a tricky thing, uh, but you can be seen everywhere at once with the click of a single button. I'll step you through how to do that. Then the third point is how to get people to share and stay engaged. This is something that I don't think, I think it's a lot of thing. I think it's, I think it's some, sorry, that I think a lot of music artists want, which is people to come like they like come onto their stream and then stay around. Like music artists hope that people do that. Like, you know, they've got hope and wishful thinking that someone who discovers their stream might want to stay and watch the whole thing. But realistically, because your stream just comes up in the mid of the middle of someone like in the midst of someone scrolling through their social media, they might stop for like maybe a few seconds and then can continue on scrolling. So you've got to grab their attention and make them want to stay around. And the longer you can get them to stay around for the longer they'll stay around. I know that sounds like it's obvious, but if you can get someone to stay around for a minute, there's way more chance that they're going to stay around for 10. And if you get them to stay around for 10 minutes, there's way more chance they're going to watch the entire thing. So it's really, 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 really important that you like really important that you take advantage of uh, different tactics you can use to not only get people to stay engaged the entire way through your stream, but also get them to share. And you can do that. And you can, those two things go hand in hand together. Something that makes them want to stay around to the end of the stream also will make, will make them share to their friends because if they share your stream out, more people are going to come in and watch it, which means that more people are going to be engaged and watching your music and doing what you do. But it requires you to think outside of the box and also like be creative outside of your music, but, but also be prepared to have a bit of fun with your audience too. But either way, it's how you go from live streaming on Facebook to creating an actual like, broadcast experience that people won't want to miss and will want to come to every single week. And then point number four here I've got is how to earn money efficiently. Obviously, this is like efficiently earning money is obviously one of your biggest uh, priorities, I'd guess, as a music artist, right? You just, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that most people would pick up this uh, mini course thing to learn how to make more money, right? So uh, to, to, earn, to earn more donations, to make it you know, work in their favor. And that's the longest video in the, the course, mini course, whatever you want to call it, crash course, um, you know, whatever guide it, uh, yeah. So it, it's, it's the longest one for sure. And it's going to show you everything you need to know to like, even the technical aspects of setting up how to make donations appear on screen and how to like take advantage of a few psychological biases that people have that make people want to donate bigger amounts and stuff. So, yeah. It all works and uh, yeah, people use it a lot on different types of streams. So uh, it's definitely going to translate to the music industry. So there's not many music artists are doing it. So you're going to be one of the first, therefore it won't look, um, you know, it'll, it'll stand out and you'll get more chance of getting these donations. So why not? And lastly, number five is how to effectively utilize your content. A lot of people just put a live stream up and then when it's finished, they put the, they make the, uh, they make the, make the replay available online. And that's not what you should be doing. You should be uh, using it to create an endless supply of content, essentially, uh, you know, so even if you just do one live stream a week, you can have so much content to supply to all your social media feeds. And we talk a little bit about that in the mini course as well. And yeah, so you probably might, if you haven't heard of this before, you're probably thinking this is some mad sales pitch. So I get to a point and go only for four easy payments of $99.99. And that's not true. This is all 100% free. You don't even have to give me a, uh, 
an email. I'm not even going to do that thing where you go, oh, give me your email and join my mailing list and you can get access to it. You can get access to it for nothing. I'm not going to give, I'm not going to try to profit during this crazy time. The whole reason I'm doing this is to help you get your music heard so you can earn more money as a music artist because your income has probably been affected by these uh, restrictions that have been put in place. So, so this is my way of helping you, right? So if you want access to live stream level up it's really easy all you have to do is go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash listen pages and uh yeah facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash listen pages and you'll get access to it yeah it's, it's just there in the group it's pinned in the top of the group live stream level up and you can go click on it the link will take you directly to the google drive folder you can download the video files and you can start implementing it my present to you. Honestly, not a single dollar or even email is exchanged. It's my way of helping you as I like to do. So anyway, today I just want to make a quick point. I know I've talked a lot about the housekeeping stuff and what's been going on and also just this new content. I was even thinking that this episode might just be specifically about the live stream level up and I might dive into a bit of the training in it to get you to come over to it. But I've told you enough about it. I wanted to make another point that kind of come across my mind over the last week. And um, yeah, it's, it's just something I was thinking about and I was just like, it's on my mind and I'm like, it was on my mind and I was thinking about how music artists act and I talked to a lot of people on the phones and just thinking about this type of um, stuff. But even in my, in my own world, I started to realize something that it's like in life, we're given the cards that we're given. I know that we can play them in certain ways to make the best of, um, you know, the best of the situation, but there's a lot of stuff that's kind of handed to us that's outside of our control. And it's almost like we are who we are, whether we like it or not. And we have two choices. We can either keep trying to change that and keep trying to be a version that you think people will want to see, or you just double down on who you really are and just let it all align and it's the most authentic you. And I want to encourage you today to be thinking about how to be authentically you. Every single part of you needs to align with who you are. I know that sounds weird, but we create this weird like crosstalk dissonance in ourselves that we are who we are, but we somehow try to be something we're not because we think other people would like that better. Now, by no means am I saying that you should like not ever want to better yourself and just embrace it. If you're like, you know what? I don't ever feel like getting out of bed in the morning. So I'm not going to work today. I'm just staying in bed all day. I'm not saying that. I'm saying is in stuff that you might consider to be your flaws, your scars, things in the past that have like shaped you into who you are today. Like trying to just like not be that because you think, oh, you know, people might not like me if they know that about me. It's ever since I decided to just be me and stop trying to be someone that I thought people wanted to see, I like, it's, it's so weird. I, I, I handle criticism better. Like it's, it's so strange. I I'm happier. I'm more like relaxed about things. I'm more grounded. And I feel like that's the best thing I can say. And that's why I preach authenticity so much. By no means do I get it perfect. I'm not, don't look at me and think that I'm getting it absolutely right. And you're getting it wrong. Uh, you know, I get it wrong too all the time, but whenever, if I find myself kind of like, I don't know if, if things don't work for me in certain aspects or regards, I, it's usually because I'm not being as authentic as I possibly could be. Now, by no means am I lying, but it's just that thing of like, you have to just embrace who you are. So yeah, even if you feel like that in that example I gave of saying, you know what, I'm I, I'm always tired, so I don't want to get out of bed in the morning. It's not about not getting out of the bed in the morning. You can still get up and do everything you need to do, but don't be beating yourself up over it or t- trying to tell people that 
you're not that person or trying to make out you're not. If that's you, then that's you, but you're still putting the effort in. You, you've been dealt the cards, but you're still trying to play them the right way. And it's like, we can go through, I realized like you can go through your entire life pretending to be someone else or not being who you are or not being straight up about your flaws. And you get to the end of your life and it's like, well, you were still that person, whether you admitted to it or not. You know what I mean? Like I've been through all my mental health stuff. I have absolutely no problems in admitting that's exactly what I go through and uh, have what I've been through and what I do go through. Like it's just it. And I have no problems with that. It's not about going, you know what? I I have a tendency for depression. Uh, I've went through that when I was younger. You know what? So that means that I'm never going to do anything with my life. It's like, no, I have that, but I'm being honest about it and I'm still going to go do it. And when people, you know, you think to yourself in the position I'm at that, you know, you've got to, you know, be who you think that people want you to be. I'm like, no, I'll just be me. If people don't like me, that's cool. I, there's plenty of other people out there they can listen to, you know, but if, but those, are the, but the people who listen to me, those people that hear what I have to say and hear me being authentically honest and who I am, that's probably why you listen. Cause you might hear a bit of yourself in what I say and be like, oh, you know, I've been like that too. But if I was trying to be someone else, you'd never have that opportunity for connection. It's the exact same thing with your music and with your, um, the, the, the journey you're on and the listeners that hear and hear what you, you know, hear your music, uh, your songs and the people who follow you and watch your content and look at your photos you put up, they're looking for that sense of connection as well. And they're not going to find it if you're pretending to be someone else. I talk about this in my book saying that like the world wants to see the real you. And it's, it's so true. And I, but it's, it's bigger than that. It's, you have to understand who you really are. So it like, understand that your scars and who you, who you have become or who you've been shaped into over the years are you, whether you like it or not, that's the story you have. So you can either spend your life trying to fight against it and to try to become someone you're not and, or convince yourself that you, that, you know what I mean? Or just, I don't know, just make things more dissonant than they need to be. Or you can just let yourself be you and work toward whatever you're working toward. And I tell you, it's just so much better. Now, I know this might sound like a weird point to make. It's something that kind of crossed my mind. And to be honest, I've talked about it a little bit, um, not just to myself. It's just trying to figure out the episode. But like, I feel like it's so hard to put into words, but I know that there's going to be someone out there listening. This message might not be for everyone, but there might be someone listening right now going, you know what? That's exactly right. I just need to do that. Because I feel like I said before, you handle criticism better. I have no problem with being criticized as long as I'm being criticized for who I really am. Does that make sense? Like if you came to me and said, Jason, you know what? You know, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of how the podcast is now. I used to like it how it was before. I'm not going to get hurt over that. I'll definitely take it on and I'll listen. I go, that's fantastic advice. Like, thank you. Great feedback. How would you like me to do it better? I'm not going to be offended by that. But you know, if someone comes to me and says, you're nothing but a scam artist who's here to take advantage of music artists and stuff. I don't get like incredibly upset by that um, because I know who I am and I'm comfortable with who I am. So I know that whoever they're talking to, if they ever said that, I've had people say that on my Facebook ads because they assume I'm someone I'm not based on the road that was set by people who have come before me. And there are a lot of scam artists in the music industry. So they just assume I'm one like them, right? But it doesn't offend me. Like that doesn't offend, it doesn't offend me. If, if I didn't know who I was, then yeah, that would. Cause I'd be like, well, no, I'm not that person. I don't mean to do that. But like, do I come across like that? Because it's unsure of yourself. But once you're sure of yourself, you're like, dude, you're not talking to me. And while you're saying that, that's not who I am. I know who I am and I'm, I'm comfortable in that because I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. Do you know what I mean? I'm never trying to pretend that I'm strong where I'm not. And I'm never trying to, and I'm never going to not acknowledge that I'm not strong where I am. And that's the other side of the coin. So instead of just looking at your weaknesses and understanding them, understand your strengths too, what you're good at. 
and be the best version of that that you can be. If you're good at talking, then talk to people. Oh my goodness, the amount of people that I do phone calls with that have these amazing stories and they like, you know, I talk a lot, you know that. Like I'm forever truck alert. I might say that every time a truck's gone past. Or maybe not, because it sounds like it'd be the most annoying thing ever after the second time. But yeah, like these people will talk and like, you know, I speak a lot. And if you've been on a call with me, I could talk the entire time and just, you know, it's just who I am. And that's the thing, I'm admitting my strengths, right? I like to, I can talk and I like to help people. So I'm always going to do that. But the amount of people that are the, the same back, right? They'll talk the entire phone call and I'll be like, that's really cool. So how are you promoting your story or what you're about to your audience? And they're like, oh, that's the thing. I just, I never really gotten around to doing it. Excuses, excuses. Or like, I, I don't even feel like I'm capable of doing that. Would anyone even listen? And it's like, this is such a gift that you've been given. You are so good at communicating your thoughts, where you come from, your story, what you're about. You've been through such a crazy journey. My goodness, I got an email before today that legitimately brought tears to my eyes. It was the most in-depth, incredible story that it was like, there was like three movies in this email that was sent through that like easily, there was just so much that went on in this poor girl's life. And at the end of it, she's like, should I do, should I, should I pursue music? And I'm like, she sent me some of her songs. They were great. And I'm like, yes, hundred percent. This story needs to be told because it's going to help so many people. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting a bit ranty at the moment, but it's the, it's the same thing. What are you good at? What do you know that you're good at? Like, what are your strengths? Is it compassion? Then be compassionate. Why aren't you being compassionate? Is your strengths content production? Are you better on the introverted side of things and you can, you can actually create great content just through like typing words out? Then are you? I know that sounds crazy, but you should be. The amount of people I talk to that are really good at certain things then just aren't doing it is ridiculous. So are you taking advantage of what the strengths you have given? Because you have been given the strengths you've, you know, you've got them, whether you like it or not. Life has shaped you in a specific way to be this strong and to be the weak where you're weak. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you should try to erase your weaknesses or pretend they don't exist. Embrace them because that makes you, you. It's like in a, like a video game where people have stats, <laughs> like you've got certain stats in certain categories and not many stats in some other ones, but that's you. And that's what makes you the awesome character to play. Do you mean, if you went to, too far down the video, <laughs> video game metaphor, video, video game metaphor there, but you know what I'm trying to say? You're you, whether you want to be you or not, that's just how life is. So why not embrace it the entire time? And stick to your strengths and put yourself out there. Because I tell you, if you are living the most authentic version of yourself, it's, Believe it or not, ironically, it sounds like that would make it harder to step out in front of people because, um, you know, because, because you're the most vulnerable in front of them, but it doesn't work that way. You'll find that as soon as you step out in front of people and start telling people who, what you're about and in just being authentically you, everyone who you look to and go, wow, they're so cool. It's usually because they're just being who they are and they're not trying to be someone else. But yeah, ironically, it's not, it's, it's not hard. Ironically, you think it would be but it's not. You step out, you be you, and you just find so much safety and security in knowing who you are. So if someone comes to you and gives you constructive feedback, you, you can take it on and not be offended by it because you're like, oh yeah, you're right. I probably do need to work on that. I think the only reason that uh, we would think that it would be harder to step out in front of people being authentically us is because we want to step out as another version. And that version that was made is just us trying to be someone we're not. We're actually just trying to be someone that we think people are going to tolerate better. 
But you're you whether you like it or not. So my challenge to you this week is to get out there and show people who you really are. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the I Am Northbound podcast. You made it all the way to the end. I hope you loved it. Why not check out another episode? I'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one. But before you do, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And it would mean the world to me if you could either leave a rating and a review for this podcast or share it out to your followers. That act of kindness goes so much further than you may think. It helps me help more music change the world. Oh.